Let this food take you places you've never imagined. We really out here eating good-ass food, listening to good-ass music, just vibing. We aren't critics. Fuck critics. We're only bringing you things we love. With your hosts, Lil Robbie Vince and Nelson motherfucking Conroy. You've never experienced anything like this before. Open your ears and free your taste buds. Gastro traveling, motherfucker. Allow myself to introduce myself. I am Nelson Conroy. And also allow me to introduce to you my best friend, Rob. What's up, y'all? This is Rob. Uh, we are Gastro Traveling. This is our podcast. We talk about food. We talk about music. And this is our 10th episode. And you don't know what that means yet, but you're going to find out. <laughs> We like to, to travel through all different kinds of music and all our favorite kinds of music or whatever. But every 10th episode, we are traveling through Kanye Omari West, Dr. Ooh, Kanye Dr. Omari West's discography. We're starting with College Dropout today, and we're going to talk about it. And then we're going to you know end up on Jesus is King at episode 100 yeah. and, and beyond. And beyond. I'm very excited. Uh, Rob, what is up, man? Not much. How are you doing? Yeah. I uh, I'm here. I'm ready to to talk about Kanye West. I think. I think I'm very so. Excited. I have very a lot excited. to say. I have 11 pages worth of notes. Nice. I will say that to fully dive in, we would have had to expand this for 10 episodes, not just. Oh, yeah. so there is. This is going to be an addended, addemed. <laughs> what is the word I'm looking for? An amended, abridged. abridged? It's going to be an abridged version of. <laughs> the college dropout. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because there is a lot to talk about and a lot to get to. So let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's start off with uh what what kind of food we have in front of us. Yes. Uh we it, let's just give first yeah. visual looks of what we got going on here. So we have our good friend Angel in the building if he wants to come join us now on yeah. the table. But come on. Uh so in college, this is a college inspired album. What do you normally eat in college? Uh, a cup of noodles, bro. A cup of noodles. You got a little ramen action. And that's what we have a little bit of this evening. Uh, Angel, can you tell us a little bit about what we have in front of us? So we have a... Can I call it... Well, that's some kind of corny. I was, I was going to call it like dropout ramen. Hey, I like it. Uh, so I didn't really like make like a traditional, authentic ramen. Try to make it as dirty, like low budget as possible. Uh, we couldn't. I couldn't find cups big enough to fit all that. So I went on a ball. Um, but for sides, we have roasted carrots. We have sautéed peas. We have roasted um, corn. We have grilled, then uh, broiled chicken. We have some like uh, cherried mushrooms. And of course, we have some ramen. Uh, I think it is for sure imported. So like I couldn't read any of the packaging. Uh, it's imported. It is definitely imported. Uh, what else? Oh, and then I made the ramen broth. Can I go on a little rant on the mm-hmm. ramen broth? Mm-hmm. I beg you to go on a rant. Okay, so so we can eat it. So the journey begins at the Spanish store. Chicken's foot. That's how all the best stories start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Spanish store. It begins with chicken's foot, uh, pig neck, and uh, miscellaneous uh, beef bones. And I begin to make the stock for it. So. You know, I roasted it off. Uh, I definitely 
woke up everyone in the house. It's very aromatic. Very aromatic. Uh, I had made some dashi, which is like a, a Japanese like seafood stock too. So that was just like uh, I had bonito flakes in there and I had um, kelp or like I'm forgetting the ingredient. But it kelp? No, no, no. It's got a real name. It's not. Uh, kombu, kombu. Kombu. So kombu. I had bonito flakes and I had uh, dehydrated creamy mushrooms. So really just getting umami. So I just building a very, very rich base and then just go from there. And it's like a, a miso base. So I had a little bit of miso, a little bit of soy towards the end. Um, there's some uh, sake in there. Just very, like, very complex flavors. Very, I want to call it unorganized. It was very, like, just like me going in and just like, let me, you know, let me sling this out. Bro, it's amazing. Angel? Yes, sir. This may be the very best thing you've ever made in this fucking <laughs> show. It is so goddamn good. He's my best hype, man. So oh, no. I like how he doesn't taste it until he's like starting to. We're always like nibbling. I know. So we kind of just like no, had a sneak I need peek. To, I need to experience it fully <laughs> on the podcast. So we got a bunch of different. Sh- it's like a fucking bowl full of different <laughs> shit. We got carrots. We got mushrooms. We got corn in there. Some fucking Ooh, noodles. The big ass onions. Oh, big ass onions! Listen to me. I wish you could experience this food we have in front of us. We're gonna post the fucking recipe. We gotta make a fucking. I, I, Listen to me. It's so fucking... This is the best ramen I had in my whole goddamn I life. I actually remember all the... Like, I could write it. Can you um, write it for us? Yeah. Okay. What's my timeline? Whatever. Uh, a year. We're gonna... Yeah, we're gonna create merch. We're gonna go through the, all the podcasts. We're gonna do our favorite meals, which is all of them so far, that you've cooked. And we're gonna fucking release a cookbook of all this... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's that, so good. Is that like a brand new idea right now? Bullshit. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I like this ramen. I don't know oh, how to explain shit. it other than, like... When 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 Angel was cooking earlier, a scent was in the air that <laughs> that was like, this shit is gonna be it fucking was a little amazing. Show. Yeah, tell it us about a... how you cooked it too. Yeah, give us a little well, action. Yeah. We, were out, we were outside. I was setting shit on fire. Basically, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had my wok in a pot, <laughs> and that's it. I might leave that burner here for future actions. If you want to, how about it? I have another one. No, it's okay. okay. Uh. Oh, what else can I geek out about this? Uh, like I said, I didn't try to go for like it's when all dark. It's it? dark. Oh, I started. So today we're shooting. Today's Saturday. I started Tuesday night, and then yeah, I started roasting the you know the stock took about like what maybe like twelve plus hours. Damn, you put so much love into our food for the podcast. It's I so love nice. it. No, I love it. I geek out. That's all I really like. I thought Randy was looking at me. And so did I. It's okay. He's good. Randy, eat your own. <laughs> it is so good. Oh, my God. Angel. Dude, he's destroying that. He's not even playing around, dude. Listen, I'm not fucking around today. <laughs> this ra- oh, my God. These noodles are fucking... Maybe it's like- <laughs> I'm telling you, those noodles are so good. I had some with just soy sauce, and I'm like, oh, God. Ugh. Angel, <laughs> I thank you so much. You're welcome, Bubble. Any other good stories about the Spanish store that you have? Oh, so I dropped half of this shit, and then I realized I bought too much. Then homie helps me. He's like, let me help you, buddy. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think I try to haggle with a set price. How do you haggle at a, at, a- <laughs> <laughs> at a store? Because I'm like, yo, how long has this been in the freezer? Like, I'm pretty sure you're trying to get rid of this. And then you also try to haggle for things you're not trying to buy and just complain about the price. Did you win? Did they lower it? No, dude. Damn. You just, you know, but you got to do it for the culture. You got to keep trying. 
<laughs> or else you lose the ability. We gotta do you do it for the culture, bro. Always. I like that. All right, I'm busting out. All, All right. right, thank you, Angel, so much. That's Angel, Angel our in-house chef. He's very handsome. Cookbook coming soon. Follow him at Chef in High Def. Angel, yeah, we love you, Bubby. Please follow him on Instagram. He's posting all these beautiful shirtless pictures, and he's very handsome and whatever. Yeah. Next week, maybe he'll show us the the braids. <laughs> we got lucky. a little action last week about his braids. True. This is oh. this is my favorite meal we've had. I keep saying it every week, but he, every week he fucking blows it out of the park. I know. I don't know how his man does it, but he's got some fucking talent. When it I know. Comes he to said, food. I know every specialty meal I'm going to make for the next month for all of my like groups that I cook for. Jesus Christ. And I was like, how the fuck do you know that? When I make a lot of money off Dogecoin, <laughs> he's going to live in my house and just cook me food all the time. <laughs> no, dog. I already got dibs on Angel. No. You're not going to have as much money as I am. That's true. I don't have as many units. <laughs> you don't have any many, many Dogecoins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I forgot to ask him. I was going to ask him about Kanye West. It's okay. Are you sure? I know his feelings and thoughts. He loves Kanye. He West. loves Kanye just, just as much as we do. Um, behind my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, his favorite album is Yeezus. He loves how wow. obnoxious and in your face it is. We'll get to that. We can't talk about Yeezus yet. We're we're, we're sticking to two thousand four and before because of we're doing all the albums. We have to. We're gonna. We're not gonna jump all over the place. His, you know, we're gonna stay. I'm not telling you. I'm telling the audience. No, I know. I had a big brain moment while you were talking. <laughs> All right. So let's jump into this album. That food is amazing, but we'll, we'll rate it later. But spoiler, it's getting a fucking 10. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, do you want me to talk a little bit about uh, Kanye West and how he got started, maybe? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So in the 90s, I disclaimer... Uh, citing my sources, I got this from Wikipedia.com. Ooh, okay. So I don't want to read this whole thing because it's fucking long. No, just but basically, for us, uh, he in the mid '90s he started creating beats for local people. Uh, at 19, he produced eight tracks on "Down to Earth," the 1996 debut album of rapper named Grave. Ooh. Uh, he also acted as a ghost producer for D Dot. Okay. Uh, because without because of his association with D-Dot, Wes wasn't able to release a solo album, so he formed and became a member of producer of The Go-Getters, a late 1990s Chicago rap group composed of him, GLC, Timmy G, Really Doe, and Aerostar. His group was managed by John Monopoly, Don Crowley, and Happy Lewis under the management firm Hustle Period. All these fucking rap <laughs> groups have like these goofy-ass cash money records, yeah. billionaire bait. Fuck, it's stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. I hate it. <laughs> Can't you be like, you know, Dwayne Carter LLC or some shit? <laughs> <laughs> That's my beef with that. <laughs> Anyways, in the 90s, and then he met up with, uh, you know, yada, yada, yada. In 1998, Wes was the first person signed by G. Robinson and Combo Joshuto. Okay. Call him hip hop is his nickname. Okay. If we if you listen to the last song, Last Call, he yeah. talks about all of this. Yes. And that's what the song is about. Yeah. His how he got started, which is such, it's like a twelve minute fucking song, but we'll get there. It's yeah. Uh and then he met Jay Z and that's it. I don't know. There's a lot of shit here and I'm not gonna go through it all. But he you know, he got his first big break when he produced Izzo but for for Jay Z and he became friends with Jay Z and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. But even but even with that, though, like big break as a producer, though, you know, 
no one really wanted to like give him give him his props and like give him the opportunity to become a rapper at that time exactly which they fucked up <laughs> he had his breakthrough in 2003 yeah and that's when he had his car accident Mm-hmm. anyways we'll get to all this yeah we'll shit. get to all that this we don't is have to not even anything like important yeah, uh, we're gonna start with the first song. We're gonna well, a little bit about the album. Oh, absolutely, yes. Um, so released February 10, two thousand four. I know, no, I'm going to too. Fuck, fuck the rule tonight. It's too good. Um, the album was recorded over four years, from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand three. Um, which, yeah, we'll get to the song that was recorded at the with the car crash. Um, but Ye started as a producer, and he worked with people like. Uh, Talib Kweli, Jay-Z, Alicia Keys, and so many more. You mentioned a lot of the lesser-known people he's worked with. And then, yeah, so he he just discusses on this album that originally was trying to get a deal with Columbia, which they fucked, they fucked up. Um, but no one wanted to see him as anything but uh, a producer. That's all they wanted to see Kanye as. But he used a, a bedroom, like his second bedroom in his apartment as a studio, which I love so much. I think that is so fucking cool. Look at our studio. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what Kanye West did. Yeah. So, do you think that if Kanye West was coming up now, he'd have an easier time? Like, oh, that's such a tough debate to have because of the internet and everything yeah. like that. Um, and more access to technology and stuff. More access to technology and cheaper technology. Because he'd still have the talent. Yeah, he might. I feel like if Kanye was coming up right now, he would do it all independently. He wouldn't have to go through. Yeah. Because this is 20 years ago. He wouldn't have had... Right now, he wouldn't have to go through... Yeah, exactly. He could do... A record You know what Chance did? What Chance did? What Nipsey did? Until he did the same thing. Yeah, exactly. I think Kanye West would do that. I think it would be better for him. But it was important for him to come up when he did. Yeah. Because it led to such great music. And without Kanye West... There's a lot of people that fucking hate Kanye West, but there's a lot of things that people don't understand. Without this music, without yes. this fucking foundation of an album we're talking about tonight, there would not be, you know, there wouldn't be chance. There wouldn't be. Oh, there, he changed music so uh, many times over. There wouldn't be Tallahassee Pain. There wouldn't be <laughs> my favorite. There wouldn't be a lot of modern rappers today. Yeah, you know, there I agree. Be, J. Cole wouldn't sound like J. Cole. No. Kendrick wouldn't sound like Kendrick. This album is so important mm-hmm. for the history of modern hip hop, and and it's important to a lot of people. Oh yeah, the bro. <clears throat> yes, I myself am a college dropout. I couldn't even. Finish. Aren't we fucking all? Yo, some people aren't. Some people aren't, son. But yo, the just the stories he tells in this album are fucking gold. Yes, I'm excited to get into that. Uh, um, do I have anything else I really want to talk about? Oh, oh no! Well, I do love. So there was two songs that he had dropped because the album leaked, and so he went back and he revised and he bro, isn't that restructured so cool? it? That, yes. that the album leaked. He heard what people liked, and then he fixed it. And yeah, he made it better. Yeah, and then also like his uh, influence by. I read that he listened to the Miseducation of Lauren Hill like every day when he was recording. Well, this. that sampled. Yeah, and good fucking album but yeah we can get into the album but i'm i just i do not think i'm here to be honest we are not gonna be able to do it justice there is so much genius behind it we would need a season i need a whole book rack 
music theory <laughs> to, to properly explain what the fuck is going on. Yeah, so 100%. Good. But I read somewhere that where he got all the samples is from his ex-girlfriend's dad's like record collection. That's... I don't know how true that is, but I read that online. Yeah. I don't know. That's oh, where he got oh Mr. Rainey? Cool. That he talks about in the song? Maybe. That would be cool. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I did not know until we started doing this that uh, Kanye is in the Dropout Bear costume. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. The back of the album. I've seen the picture on the back, too. I don't know why I just never. <laughs> I'm just a fucking idiot, yeah, I guess. What's cool about that is that that wasn't even planned. That was just at the school. Yeah, they just took the they photos. Took the Photoshop, at, Photoshop. Photo shoot at. Yeah. And then the, the artist that I just did that. For the next three albums that became the mascot. Yeah. And then I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, the the frame of it is from like the 16th century like art pieces so they wanted to add like elegance to i love it yeah and you know if you were noticed like on spotify and stuff it has a white cover instead of yes. a brown cover why is that because it's been mixed four different times Ooh. so they re-released it as a white cover i like that that's cool which is whatever it's it's very kanye west yes it is so uh <laughs> let's get into the intro the first song take it away it uh starts off with a narration by D. Ray Davis, who I didn't realize this until I was reading about the album that he's doing a Bernie Mac impression. <laughs> I did not <laughs> put. I didn't even think because it doesn't sound like Bernie Mac. No, no, America, listen, America. That's my Bernie Mac impression. It's not even even close. But he said he was doing as close as Bernie Mac as he could, and so he plays like the principal superintendent character. But he starts off asking Kanye West for, uh. Well, you know what? I have a part of the interview where he's talking about Bernie Mac. Let me let me read off what he says about it. Absolutely. Ray Davis. I'd never done a skit or anything like that. I said, let me see if I could do a couple things. So I did a British voice thing. He said, that's cool. <laughs> I started doing other voices. Out of nowhere, I did the closest Bernie Mac impersonation I could do. Because I don't really do impersonations. And that, and that hit. Kanye started pitching ideas at me while I was in the booth. But I just started to say whatever I wanted to say. He gave me the concept like he wanted an intro that was a graduation and he wanted a teacher. I didn't go to college at all, so I didn't know this shit. I, I just <laughs> talked about what I thought I knew about college and which ended up being some good freestyling. It ended up making sense because people who were in school were like, we're in college and we don't know anything about any of this. It was really informal. Kanye was just listening, watching, and laughing. I didn't expect that much of it to be on the album. I never knew how big it was going to be. People on Twitter would still be like, Bernie Mac was great on Kanye's album. And then someone would be like, <laughs> will at me and say that's actually d ray davis people be like oh i never knew that so d ray davis i never knew is the narrator on this album and the next album on late registration which is I so no cool idea. it's very interesting and it's just that intro and he's talking he's asking kanye for a song for the kids for the kids to sing on graduation yeah so kanye's like i have the perfect song for you and then it's a stare it's it's a it's a parrot not a parody but it's like a joke song uh, yeah, it's like a lot of satire. It's very satire. Drug dealing just to get by, <laughs> money to get So he relates, you know, the struggle to you know drug dealing and stuff. And uh, the sample is "I Just Want to Stop" by the Jimmy Caster Bunch. On oh, we don't care. Yeah. Okay. And it'll be playing right now. 
Uh, and I have some lines I want to read to you that I really like from this album. Please do. Or this, this song, rather. It's bad enough we on welfare. They're trying to put me on the school bus with the space for the wheelchair. <laughs> I'm trying to get the car with the chromey wheels here. They're trying to cut our lights off like we don't live here. Look what was handed us. Father, uh, fathers abandon us. When we get them hammers, go on, call the ambulance. Sometimes I feel no one in the world understands us, but we don't care what people say. But we- so... This man, he's not trying hard in school, and they're trying to say he should put him in the slow class. Yeah. Uh, but he's just trying to make that bank, son. That's mm-hmm. what, you know. I like the line, we wasn't supposed to make it past 25. Joke's, Joke's on you, we still alive. That's me right now. <laughs> kids sing. But it is cool to to like have a, a bunch of kids singing all this shit. Yes. We don't care what don't people say. Some of them dyslexic. Their favorite 50 cent song is 12 <laughs> questions. <laughs> that might be my favorite line. Yeah, in I, do, song. I do love that line. But listening, you know, listening back to this, I never really listened to the lyrics per se. Yeah. So I got to read the lyrics and like watch along and I got to hear some like the like the wheelchair one, like the, <laughs> hey. the space for the wheelchair. I didn't hear that the first, like, first couple of listens. Yeah. Uh, so that's all I got for We Don't Care. We don't care what people say. Listen to the album right now. We'll finish it. Listen to us and then listen to the album. It's good. It is so good. You should listen to the album before you watch listen to this podcast. It's, yeah. It's a good companion to the album. Yeah. Us. Us. And, and all of our some ramen. Ramen. <laughs> I've never had to say that word. I think ramen. That's how yeah. I... Yeah. Ramen. So in Graduation Day, uh, D-Ray Davis's character is... <coughs> Not is not happy with what Kanye came up with. What the fuck was that, Kanye? What the fuck was that, Kanye? <laughs> uh, which I didn't know this, but at the end of it, there's uh, John Legend. Yes, he like is, sings a lot in this album. I know. I didn't know. I that. didn't realize that they got him to do that, but yeah. he's in a lot of stuff. So he sings. Uh, John Legend's crooning represents Kanye's Ooh. self-realization as he now understands that he doesn't fit into the status quo and that the traditional path of higher education is not for him. His mother would kill him because she fears that his individuality will be his demise and she feels the only way he can get a good-ass job is if he goes to college. Yeah. Which, I feel that way about myself. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I've struggled with that a lot of times with family and my college decisions. This lyric, these lines go perfectly with that. She ain't walked in my shoes. I'm not. I'm just not everybody. That's it's true. Fucking. Strong. Could you imagine how terrible life would be if Kanye West went into some corporate bullshit job like everybody? If else? Kanye West was our accountant, it would suck. Yeah. Well, we'd probably we'd we'd have a really good accountant. But could you imagine if we went into some bullshit job like everybody fucking else? No, I can't. I can't listen to me. This is gonna get real fucking not deep, but it's gonna get me pissed off a little bit. Okay. In the world of how stupid I think college is. Okay. It's not. It's a waste, not a waste of money. Sometimes it's a waste of money. Sometimes it's a waste of money. But if you're making connections and stuff, I think that's good. But if yeah. you're going there and you're getting into fucking six-figure debt and you got a fucking yeah. entry-level job like Kanye West talks about in this album, yeah. he's absolutely 100% right. If you're yeah. getting a job that you, ha- you have $100,000 in student debt and you're only making $25,000 a year, yeah. you're fucked up. You're yeah. fucked up. Well, the thing is, so they push college. You, everyone needs to go to college. That's like the first no. question like when we were younger like yeah. that adults would ask. Or now it's even as other adults like, where'd you go to school? Like, you don't have to have an answer. 
You can do whatever the fuck you want. Start your own business. Start, do your fucking thing. Start your own podcast. Start your own podcast. Make your own shit. Um, I think that's the way to go. I think, see, you know, a lot of parents want their kids to go to college and whatever, whatever. But it's a good experience, but it's a lot of bullshit. Yeah. It is a lot well, I have of a, bullshit. My, my household is kind of funny because Jordan it, loves being a student and she loves... Like higher education. Oh, I love learning. Oh, yeah, she does but too. College is not about learning. Yeah, most of it is not about learning. A lot it's of about it is not brainwashing. about brainwashing. Well, no, no, we don't. Have to <laughs> I know I'm not. I'm not doing that. But it's a lot of, you know, it's a lot, like fucking Florida has these. Uh, what is that? What is that rule called? The fucking Ooh. every single class you have to write a paper. Oh, I don't know what that. Do you know called? what I'm saying? I, There's yeah, a I law in saying. Florida. Look this up, Randy, because this pisses me off. Every single fucking class doesn't matter if it's science, math, math. I think gets away with it, but if it's science. Or if it's fucking psychology, you have to write a paper. But anyways, yeah. So but we always talk about with um, our son. I'm like, yeah. What do you want him to do? Whatever the fuck he wants. I'm not going to push anything on him. See, I yeah. want him to try everything he likes um, and figure out what he wants to do. I don't want him to. I don't want him at 18 years old being like, I don't know what I want to do with my life, but I'm going to college. I'll be honest with you. That's true. But if you're going to college and you get a bullshit like. I don't want to say which ones are bullshit, but you know which ones I'm talking about. <laughs> the uh, social studies ones. <laughs> Maybe I should say that. Maybe. Uh, oh, are you talking about political science? Don't say that because I was a political science major. I know. <laughs> uh, but if you want to be a politician or whatever, that's cool. But yeah, I don't know. It's just not for everyone. It's just not for everybody and not all degree. Go into STEM. If you want to go to college, go get into... Uh, a science, technical, educational, mathematics degree. I think that's what it stands for. I don't know. I'm not a STEM <laughs> student. But if you're going to college, go to go into STEM or, you know, become a doctor or a lawyer or something. That's what college should be. If if you don't plan on doing anything like that, go to a trade school. Yeah, learn that's how to weld. Say. You know, that's cool. Be a plumber, man, or something with your learn hands. Learn a craft. Learn yeah, a craft. That's, that's my fallback. Has become an, an HVAC. <laughs> if it's become podcast, an AC technician, bro. If this podcast doesn't come out, I'm fucking coming to your house and fucking working on the AC. I'm gonna fix that AC. Hey, it's not a bad gig. It's not a bad gig. You make some fucking good money. Hell yeah! You start your own little business, whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever. So the next song, all falls down is the best. What is it? I can't fucking find it. It's okay. We'll skim over it then. I typed a bunch of different things to look for it. I can't. It's find some. It it's some guy's name. It doesn't matter. At this point, the Gordon Rule. It's the Gordon Rule. The Gordon Rule? It's the Gordon Rule. Okay. okay. It's the fuck the Gordon Rule. Fuck the Gordon Rule. That's my fucking stance. Okay. So, <laughs> All Falls Down is the best song on this album. I love this song. Uh, it is. It might, mm, yeah. Yeah. It's mm, up there. Nah. It's up there for sure. Yo, the guitar and the fucking bass. When it all. Hail it with the funk. Sorry. The fuck was that? <laughs> We're getting off track here. Yeah, we are. Uh, so, All Falls fight. Down is a. It's not a cu- it's not a sample per se because Kanye West couldn't get his uh, couldn't get it cu- uh, cleared. Yeah. So he did an, an Interpol, I think is what it's called. I believe so. Where he had another singer mm-hmm. record her version of it, and he used that. Which yeah. I think it's was, beautiful. It's amazing. I don't yeah. want to say it's better, but it's probably just as good. So every- but uh, it it is off of the MTV Unplugged 2.0 Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. And he did. He, he he got a lady named Selena Johnson to perform the song instead, which she does an amazing job. Yeah, she does. Um, um, this song, every time I hear it, 
when it starts, I always feel joy like it's the first time I hear it. Yeah, yeah. That's how I too. feel it's every, so good time. every single time. Yeah. Can I read you some lyrics that I really love from this song? Please. Man, I promise. She's so self-conscious. She has no idea what she's doing in college. That major that she majored in don't make no money, but she won't drop out. Her parents will look at her funny. Now me, now tell me that ain't insecure. The concept of school seems so secure. Sophomore three years, ain't picked a career. She's like, like fuck it, I just stay down here and do hair. Listen to me, that's exactly what we're talking about. Is yep. that if you don't know what the fuck you're doing and you're gonna be a sophomore for three years because <laughs> you're not passing your classes or whatever, you just keep switching it. You switch your majors or whatever. Get out, drop out. Get the fuck you know, out. Who cares what your parents say? Yeah, you know, they're gonna look at you funny. Whatever. You gotta you gotta carve your own path, walk your own mile, take your own shoes, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. This song. I feel like it touches on like the societal pressures, like we just talked about. Like go to school. I also like how he ends the verse where he goes, "Single black female addicted to retail." I love that. I always say that, and I say that's me. I'm addicted to retail. Ain't got a car, so she named her daughter Alexis. That's a cool line too. I like that. Um, that is one of my favorite lines. The how he ends that verse. I also like he has another verse Mm -hmm. on it. I don't have it written down, but I I memorize it. Okay, where he goes, "Man, I promise." I'm so, so self-conscious. self-conscious. That's why you always, always see, see me, me with at least one of my watches. And then he talks about he can't leave his house without some Jordans on. Or I I can't leave. Um, that's I can't even go to the grocery store without some ones that's, that's clean, clean and a shirt, shirt with a team. team. Yeah. And we live in the American dream. The people <laughs> yes. highest up got a low self-esteem. self-esteem. It's crazy. It's so good. It's it's. See, Kanye West could be the also the best with lyrics, but he also could be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> but he knows that he uses yeah, it. I know it's so. He has like these corny lines when he gets older. We'll talk about it later. But, and it's, but they're so funny. They're so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he has this poet, this poetic lines. Yeah. And I think I, you know what? I think he, before he came out with his album, he was on Def Jam, mm-hmm. where he was wearing the pink polo and a backpack, and he did like a spoken word of this song. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It, was it his backpack that he brought to the studio, the Louis Vuitton backpack? Probably. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. But he had the pink polo. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. That's Kanye West for you. But he did it, and it's 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 the first time everybody heard that. And it's, yeah. It's such a poetic, beautiful song that it's basically a spoken word. Yeah. So. If you haven't seen that, you should look it up because it's, it's gorgeous. <clears throat> um, Yeah, and then... Man. And then, so, yeah, verse two is like his own, like... Issues, yeah, his like own perspective, consciousness, and then <coughs> sorry, excuse me. Go on. No, I was just agreeing with you. Oh, and then verse three is I feel like it's him talking about like how fucked the system are system is. Um, this line, if I can read it real quick, is I say fuck the police. That's how I treat them. We buy our way out of jail, but we can't buy freedom. Uh, yeah. The fuck. We buy a lot of clothes because we don't we really, really need them. Things we buy to cover up what's, what's inside. inside. They made us hate ourselves and love their wealth. I know the song. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it's good. Oh, yeah. And the white man get paid off all of that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it, even if you're in a bend, you still a in, in a, a coop. coop. We just so it's, bro. It's so that's like a triple entendre right there. Yeah. You're still a person in the coop. That's what we do here. We don't say the that word, but we replace it with another noun. Yeah. You're still or a person a in the coop. Like no, I we don't blank it. I blank it. It's not fun to blank it. It's fun you're still me. a person in a coop because he's a human being in a coop. Yeah. Okay. 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 I like that perspective. That's what I like to change. 
Anyways, uh, the next song, I'll Fly Away. Bro, I love it. Is a rendition of a gospel hymn that was written by oh. Albert E. Brumley in 1929. Which is kind of a it's it's a prelude to the next song, yes. About fantasizing about flying away, yes. And I think it's 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 perfectly placed, yeah. For it's the next song, gorgeous. It's spaceship. It's the the choir, yes. Oh, real quick, everyone should deep dive on all the covers of "I'll Fly Away." Really? Yes. I'm sure it's a lot of good shit. There's a lot of good hey, shit. Hey, speaking of this, this is not podcast related at all, but did you see that Kirk Franklin had a tiny desk like two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. We watched it. I didn't it. watch it yet. We watched some is of it. Is it good? Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I love Kirk Franklin. <laughs> I have to watch that soon. Yeah. And everybody else has to watch it Yeah. Because Kirk Franklin is amazing. But yeah, I'll fly away, like you said, is the perfect segue to yep. spaceship. spaceship. Take it away, Rob. Take it away? All right. If my manager insults me again... Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh, I'm oh, so sorry, I'm so sorry. You're okay. I wanted to say what the sample was before we got into it. Uh, Have it. It is Marvin Gaye's Distant Lover. Mm-hmm. I'll take it away, Rob. That's okay. So, some of the lyrics that I'm... Oh, my God. If my manager insults me again, I will be assaulting him. After I fuck the manager up, then I'm going to shorten the register. Up. Hey, hey, this is actually a perfect time to talk about this. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> this is a song about shitty jobs, right? Yeah. So, uh, I used to work a job... I'm not going to say where, in Gainesville. <laughs> no, no, no. I meant like what the restaurant is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, but it yeah. is a chicken restaurant, and they are closed on Sundays, but I will not say <laughs> what restaurant that is. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so there was a – I used to work in one in Gainesville, and uh, one of my friends that I made there posted on Facebook that he was leaving, and – you know, he, he, nobody said him goodbye or whatever, and it was terrible. Yeah. And then everybody, I mean, everybody I used to work with fucking commented it. Oh, that place sucked. Oh, <laughs> like, like they didn't even say good. Like the, the, the owner didn't talk to me for the last two weeks I was there. Wow. I'm in such a better place now. It, I know it's so toxic or whatever, but I, everybody was talking <laughs> shit. It was so awesome. It was, it was my so favorite fun. thread of this year until in March. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I am grateful. I, I wrote this on the Facebook page for everybody to see. But I said what I said was, I am grateful for all the friends that I made there, and yeah. you know, a lot of my gainful gainful friends are from the place I used to work. I almost said it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I almost um, said it. But that place sucked. Yeah, you know, it was rough. Toxic workplace. Well, do suck. okay, this is my beef with that fucking place. How are you going to drug test a fast food job? In a college town. Isn't that the dumbest <laughs> shit you ever heard of in your Random life? Random drug testing? Yes. That's a lot of money. Yo, pay us that. If we're doing a good job, that you well, spend they didn't a lot even, of money. Like, I, was a year, I was there for a year, and then they started doing it. Okay. Isn't that stupid? In a college what town? Are they, how are they expect to keep staff on? I left. <laughs> <laughs> I but know. seriously, how do they expect to keep anybody there? Dude, it was not worth... I have a lot of stories from that place. It's not worth... It wasn't worth my $12 an hour. Yeah, fuck that. It was was not. Yeah, no. F that place. Yeah. There's, yeah, this song is all about shitty shitty jobs. jobs. Fuck those jobs. Quit them. Quit them. Fucking quit them, son. You got better shit to do. Um, And just, you know, wanting that spaceship. Um, Do you have some lyrics you want to throw down? You can't fathom my love, dude. Lock yourself in a room doing five beats a day for three summers. That's a different world like Cree Summers. I deserve to do these, these numbers. That kid that made that deserves that made back. back. But I, I, I think it has. I think that relates to us, and you know, 
people that work hard deserve. Yeah. You know, you don't understand how hard I'm working. I think that's a lot of people in my lives. Is mm, yeah. Tell know, us, son. Tell us about it. Don't. Why is there such? Is there a reverb on this? Tell us about it. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of people that don't understand the work that this podcast has. Yeah. You know, and what I'm doing with streaming and editing and I'm going to start YouTube soon. And, yeah. And people, you know, are going to get upset at me that I can't go somewhere that I'm, you know. Bro. Or, or, yeah. You know, but I'm trying to do this shit and I, I have to lock myself in my room and edit and you know, stream and all this shit. And yeah. I mean, you got your own shit going on, but we all have people don't understand. Yeah. People don't understand. Outside, this is not our only thing. No, this is like not. a super passionate thing on top of like six other passionate no. things between us. So, yes. and I think a lot of people that aren't in this realm of wanting, it's such a terrible thing to say, but they don't want say it. <laughs> Preach brother. Preach. People that, kind of are happy with where they are in lives or don't want to do something more. Yeah. Go out every weekend or party every weekend. Mm, yeah. I can't do that. I, I, I like, like this weekend, last weekend was so fucking busy for me. And bro, and I buy one beer at a restaurant. And I'm I like, should, how the fuck do people do this? I shouldn't be complaining or whatever. And it's terrible to complain, but I think that's what Kanye West is saying. You know, he's, he's locking himself and doing all all his fucking music and like, yeah. trying to succeed and and people don't really understand that and they don't respect it. That's what he's trying. Yeah, he's trying, he's to, trying say, to get like, in the space. He's building his own spaceship. Yeah, and he's getting shit from his fucking shitty job at the Gap. Yeah, that he fucking made a deal with like, years later. It's all to say fuck you. I think. Yeah, you're gonna pay me millions of dollars now. Whoa, and you're whoa, gonna... whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> fuck you. Hold up. You want to hear something crazy? You yeah. Hear something fucking wild. Yes. I got a note right here. Fucking twenty years. 16 years later, Kanye West tweeted uh, on June 26, 2020, during the hashtag West Day Ever, yes. Kanye showed a previously unreleased music video for Spaceship on his website. In the tweet announcing the video, Ye said, Unreleased Spaceship video with Jace LC and Cons. This is what we dreamed of back then, KanyeWest.com. The video, hashtag West Day Ever. <laughs> the video featuring Ye, Consequence, JLC as workers at the Gap comes on the same day as Kanye announces his Yeezy brand partnership with the Gap for more affordable attire from the brand. Damn. What the fuck? The Damn. place he used to work out, who used to give him a shit, who accused him of stealing, now he's fucking making deals. See, this is what this is about. This is what all his work is about. Yeah. That one day you can achieve greater than fucking a shitty manager giving you shit for yep. something you probably did, but doesn't ma- fucking matter for fucking khakis, dog. <laughs> I, should, I got a lot of shit built up inside me yeah um you yeah you read some of the lines <laughs> we both have the same lines because that, that's uh, the lines that's the most important to us and what our podcast means for us i'm out of order now what the fuck oh that's what wait, uh, you might have put it on the back side there you go so what else uh, you got i want to talk about kanye west's cousin yes tony williams who did some of the uh backup vocals yes on this uh, this is what he said about the album, about particularly this song. I remember asking Kanye if I could do something on the album. And basically his response was, in Kanye style, yeah, everybody wants to be on the album. <laughs> that's what that's That was his way of telling me that he probably wasn't going... Yeah, everybody wants to be on the podcast. Everybody wants to be on the fucking podcast. That's true. Yeah. Uh, that was his way of telling me that he probably wasn't going to be able to 
let me on this particular project. He started explaining that he signed someone to do all his singing on the college dropout. Some guy named John Legend. Whoever Some that guy. Was. So now it's like two weeks before the deadline of college dropout and Tony Williams is not on anything. Christmas comes around and I pick Kanye up from the airport just like we've done for years. And he pops in some of the new college dropout material. He was playing that track for for Spaceship and I started rifting. Or riffing. Riffing. It's the riffing. Rifting is like a space thing. <laughs> Anyways. And he goes, stop it. Back it up. Do that again. So I'm just riffing over the track. And Kanye says, okay, that's the vibe I've been wanting to get on this record. And I haven't been able to get it. So next week, I want you to come to LA, work on, <laughs> work on the song, do what you just did now. And I was like, cool, I can do that. Cool. Isn't that such a cool story? It is. It was just his cousin coming to do the backup vocals. That's Tony amazing. Williams. Yeah. The world famous Tony Williams. Yeah. That's all I got for... The outro of the song is just, yeah, saying, take him to church. So good. And then the, here comes the gospel. Or the choir again. So I think Jesus Walks is sort of a prelude <coughs> to Jesus is King and what, what comes later on in Kanye West's yeah. career. Have you ever seen the... It's not carpool karaoke, but it's the air pool karaoke where he's in a... Have you, you know what I'm talking about? No, but I assume he's, he's in a plane. plane. <laughs> he's in a plane. Okay. And it's his choir, the Sunday service choir. And they're oh, singing. Oh, I have. Jesus I know what you're talking about. Walk. James Gordon's there, which is fucking stupid. And I, I hate, didn't even know he was there for that. It's. I hate all these fucking late night people. Yeah. They're the worst. Yeah, a lot of people don't like Anyways, Anyways. it's him singing it, and it's beautiful. Yeah. But he ends it instead of saying, um, I, he, in the line he says, I want to talk to God, but I'm afraid because mm-hmm. we haven't spoke so long. But in the air pool karaoke, he's like, I want to talk to God. I'm not afraid. And that's how he ends it, which Fuck. is so cool. And it gives me chills every time. I hear it. Um, so uh, let's talk about Jesus Walks on the album version a little bit. Yeah. One of the best songs on the album. It samples uh, Represent by Nas, yes. Ode to Billy Joe by Lou Donaldson, and Don't Worry If There's a Hell Below, We're All Going to Go by Curtis Mayfield. And it's such a powerful song. Yeah. I really don't even know if it fits on this record. I, ooh, you know. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it, it. it's so, when you hear it, you think of like Kanye in 10 years from this album. Yeah, it's Kanye from the future that Yeah, yeah, future this Kanye. Song, put future Kanye made this song. Yeah. Because it's so good. It's so deep. This song, I feel like, is all about like wars. Um, he, he mentions that in the beginning. Um, we at war with um says we're at war with ourselves. Yeah, he says we're that. We're at war with racism, terrorism, but most of all, we at war with ourselves. So it's all about societal, worldly, and then the fucking kicker: your own mind. And it's also like who who's with us during the war? Uh, yeah, to the hustlers, killers, murders, drug, drug dealers, dealers, even the scripters, scrippers, scrippers. Even was a scripper, stripper. Oh, I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs> Even the scrippers, Jesus walks with it, walks for them. Yep. To the victims of welfare, we living in hell here. Hell yeah. Jesus walks for them. Also, that's super deep. Him saying Vic- to the victims of welfare. Yeah, yeah exactly. Bro. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck Ronald Reagan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I can give you enough, son. So the coolest part of this song for me, though, is the female vocalist in the background. Where she ends it, she's like, I want Jesus. 
And then Kanye's like, um, something about my feet won't fail me now. And yeah. she's singing that in the background. It's so, it's a masterpiece and it's yeah. fucking beautiful. The only thing I pray is that my feet don't fail me now. And she's like singing that shit. Yeah. Too, which is amazing. Yeah. I have um, some pieces if you are through. I want to talk a little bit about the music video. Please have do. You seen the music video? Please do. Yeah. Where it's like Kanye West, like, he's like, is it like fire or something in the background? It's something yeah. weird like that. Yeah. But then there's like a, there's a, a, a not a, not a Wu-Tang Clan member, but a bad Clan <laughs> member, a KKK member with like a cross is burning. Mm-hmm. That's part of the visual of it. But I think it's also like people in war maybe, yeah. and like children in war. Yeah. And I think there's a mother. Mm-hmm. And a child. And it's, war. Very, it's very, it's very, it's very, it's fuck, very it's intense. Tough to watch. Yeah, uh, because it's even though all these places are really shitty. Jesus is there. Jesus is helping you out. Yeah, that's what that's what song is about. Yeah, I love it. It's just Kanye like professing like his faith because especially like in this era when it was coming out, this is not what hip hop was. No, no. And he <laughs> talks about you know if if I play God, my record won't get played. Yeah, that's how he ends it, right? No, it's just in the it's it's the end of one of the verse. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's I'm like sorry. the end of the first verse, I believe. But um, yeah. Excuse me. But this song, am I right? That's how he ends it. Uh, I was talking about the music video. Oh no, never mind. I'm sorry. Um, cut that out. I'm gonna... <laughs> it's all good. Um, but yeah, this song it's still like it sounds like hard like in that era because even though it's not like gangster rap, the theme is just fucking and the beat is just vicious sounding. Even though it's about Jesus, but um. I walk through the valley of the shy where death is. <laughs> Yo, you don't get that's fucking poetry. Yeah. It is amazing. Well, mama, I know I act a fool, but I'll be gone to November. I got packs to move. And then he says, behind, in the, it's like slipping away, but he says, I hope. Because that's right after he says, shy town where death is. So you got to, like, always a little bit worried about death right there, too. But then at the same time, he's rapping about Jesus and like not really being afraid, but he's just showing out like the realism of like where he comes from. It's like you don't even hear it. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then just there's so how many versions? Do you know how many versions of this there are? No, I don't. Like official versions? I have no idea. There's a lot. They're so there really good. There's like a choir. There's like, a Lupe Fiasco version called Muhammad Walks. I did not know that. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. That's not disrespectful. They like each other. Oh, no. I'm They're just sure it was like a, yeah. a remix or whatever. Yeah. I like that. Um, What else you got for that? It's just fucking... It's one of the best songs on the album. But yeah, like you said, it's it's future Kanye. Yeah. So the next song, Never Let Me Down. Uh, it That's a really deep song. Yes. D- I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this. What I'm about to say, and I realize this, but this is my true feelings. Okay, Rob, what do you gonna say? Not the biggest Jay Z fan. Okay, okay. I don't love Jay Z. Oh. I respect him, what he's done for the music, and he's made a lot of money. And I really, really love four, 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 four forty four, whatever the album's yeah. called. Yeah, that's a good album. But and you know the blueprints are really good, and I do respect them. Yeah, I don't love him in the song i share your opinion i love i love a lot of what jay-z's done but in comparison to other people he he's done a lot but he's not my one of my favorites so the sample in this song is maybe it's the power of love by blackjack 
The sample work is amazing. Uh, and I have an interesting little tidbit from Michael Bolton. Okay. Who, who wrote the song. Let's hear it. And it was in the band Blackjack. When Kanye and Jay-Z's publishing reps reached out to me about clearing that sample, I was surprised and flattered. I wrote the song in the early 80s. If you told me back then that 20 years later would have a second life in the work of two great hip-hop artists, I would have called you crazy. <laughs> Happy as I was, I wanted to make sure that I, I was cool with the content of the song before giving the go-ahead. So I had them send me the lyrics. I read them, and I thought, I love this. It's great. What a positive message. And it's a great... It's, it is a positive message. Yeah. Because Kanye West goes and he talks about his grandparents mm-hmm. a little bit. Where on um, this line that I wrote down here. I get down from my grandfather who took my mama, made her sit in the, sit in that seat where the white folks ate, want us to eat. At the tender age of six, she was arrested for the sit-ins. Mm-hmm. And with that in my blood, I was born to be different. Now, people can't make it to the ballots <coughs> to leadership but we can make it to Jacobs and to the dealership. That's why I hear new music and I ain't feeling it. Racism, racism's still alive and they just be concealing it. See, that is what's missing mm-hmm. from Kanye today. Cause he went on that whole fucking rant. We're not going to get into it. We're not talking about future Kanye yet, but this is what I love about Kanye in this era is that he's talking about real shit and like racism and like yeah. his grandparents did. Yeah. And, oh, and this is a great message in the song. Oh, it is all about being true to who you are, you know? Yeah. And, uh, one of the even just the simple the get up I get down get up I get down like they use that as almost like a segue between verses but it's true you just gotta keep you fuck keep on going on but in first verse by Jay-Z Jay-Z says yo first I snatched the streets then I snatched the charts first I had their ear now I have their heart that's some good shit. And it's true. It's yeah. It's so honest, like how Jay-Z came up too. Um, <clears throat> and then verse two is Kanye just, you know, shouting out his idols who are now angels looking down on him. Um, that's like at the end of his verse. But, and then verse three is J.I.V. And it just, it just sounds like he's preaching. It's so oh, yeah, it's not good. Even, yeah. It's not even like a rap. It's just yeah. him talking and like preaching and, yeah, and then the music behind it. Oh my god, it's good. It's strong. It's, really it's fucking strong. And then yeah, again says, um, "Take him to church." And then the choir comes in, and then that's like right before Jay Z comes back. Kanye's. We ain't done. <laughs> yeah, uh, last verse. But um, those are all the lines I really wrote. I had written down. Get him high. Get him high. Get him high. My freshman year, I was going through hella problems until I built up the nerve to drop my ass straight out of college. My teacher said, I's a loser. I told her, why don't you kill me? Which is a reference. See, this is what makes Kanye West so great when it comes to sampling and producing and stuff is that he knows music that is not just hip hop. Yeah. This is a reference to Beck. Okay. Loser by Beck. You know that song? Yeah. I'm a loser, baby. Yeah. Something that Kanye West shouldn't be a fan of you know what i'm saying yeah he is yeah such a good music mind yeah but it's just not in his culture per se yeah you know what i'm saying 100 percent. but he has such a diverse musical knowledge exactly yeah and i think that's so important for producers and if you're listening to this and you just listen to fucking bullshit that's on the radio or bullshit that's on the top 40 i love that shit it's amazing but you got to dive deep into obscure shit because this is what all these producers I'm sorry for shaking the table this is what all these amazing producers do is that these they find this music they dig crates and 
yeah. find all these dope samples that are not known. And there's yeah. a lot of music, a lot of indie stuff that is just not known, but is sometimes better than the shit that's out there. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, go on. I'm so sorry. That'll You're take good. it over. You're good. But there's another reference to another song, Biggie Smalls, where he goes, uh, now who the hell is this emailing me at 1126? Which is a reference to the warning. Or just warning by Biggie Smalls, mm-hmm. where he's who the fuck is this paging me? A, what what is it? Shit! Who the fuck is this calling me at five forty six in the morning? Crack a dawn and something yawning. <laughs> but it's a reference to that. And then yeah. later down, he goes says uh, he's he's trying to pick up this chick, and you know he tries to mention that he knows. Uh, uh, <laughs> he knows. Ali. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, he goes who's. Who said her favorite rapper was the late great Francis W H I T, which is a reference to Biggie Smalls because he calls himself the Black Frank White, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah, uh, and that's all I have for that. Album. What I like, well, I have a little bit more, but we'll get. Let's let, let's let you talk. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> what I like about this, um, he does this a few times on the album, but in the first verse, he raps over the beat stopping. I feel like that adds a lot of texture and a lot of fuck you attitude uh-huh. because it's just showcasing just his like rhyme skills the beat's really cool yeah the beat is so good it's really good it's like it's such good driving music just play the beat on repeat get him out get him out well yeah the features fucking Talib Kweli and Common and the lady who's <laughs> talking shit to him about how he doesn't know yeah it's amazing and then and then, and then Talib Kweli's verse is just like I don't know why the fuck man's bothering me to get some <laughs> pussy <laughs> yeah yeah. Which I have a story about uh his verse. Actually. Okay. How about it? Uh this is this is Talib Kweli talking about uh Kanye West. Okay. So I watched him make the get him high beat for 15, in in 15 minutes. He was like, "Well shit, this is hot. And if you're not going to fuck with it, I'm going to fuck with it." <laughs> a few months later, he was putting the final touches on the college dropout and he called me and said, "I have to turn this album in 2 days. But I cannot do this album without you." being a part of it i've got this song over this beat i made for you remember get him high i have comment on it and i want you to come and hop on it with us but you've got to do it right now <laughs> <laughs> i was on t- tour in europe so i went and found a studio recorded my verse and sent to him and he put it on the album wow is that crazy i didn't read that <laughs> so, i didn't find that yeah that's amazing but you know what i don't like common's verse on this album it doesn't fit I just think it Com- adds a little bit of the like grungy street attitude and like Common is town. too smart. He's too <laughs> he's, he's too like put together. To yeah, college I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Hundred percent. He's talented. I love Common. He is. He's a talented actor. I don't well. know if this verse fits the song. Fits the song. He's talking about like fucking Kanye West is talking about picking up a chick. Yeah, knows, and it just Common's there. Yeah, so, that's all I got for this. Yeah. The. Workout plan skit. Bro, okay, this is what I have to say about this fucking skit. <laughs> Got you a six-pack Shakur. I'm so glad Kanye West made this two different songs and split it up. Yeah. Because when I'm jamming in the car, I don't have to listen to fucking Hey, my Sandra, I got it for free 99. <laughs> free 99. I don't have to listen to that shit every fucking dog. time. It's you funny, out- you know, if yeah. you listen to the album all the way through. Yeah. But if you just want to jam out to the new workout plan, then I'm so glad that Kanye didn't fucking put it in the damn song. I'm the bootleg queen. I got that shit for free 99. Free 99. Free 99. <laughs> so, uh, let's get into the workout plan. This yeah. is probably one of the, the first Kanye West songs that I've heard. 
The new workout plan? Yeah. As, well, like, oh, as, a, really? as a young man. Yeah? Like, just, you know, hearing on the radio or whatever. But yeah. It, I love it a lot. One, and it's every time I go to the gym, I start a new workout plan. Because <laughs> it just, that's right, pulled in work, eat the salad, no dessert. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> and I think uh, John Legend sings that part, too. Where he, I believe so. He does a lot of, he does a lot of. Well, J. Cole, do you know about this? He uses the end of this song to sample for the for work out with me, work out with me. He, and John Legend had to approve that sample because, and he forgot about that he even fucking did it. Really? He had to approve the sample of workout of, for me, of him for doing the ending. Where he goes do 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 do. Where it's so fucking smart. Whoever produced, I don't even know who produced it, but they take to him just like scatting or whatever. Yeah, and they make that into the beat. That's and so it's, fucking cool. It's a better song than this song for sure. Workout, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we got so, it. That's not what we we're doing right it. now. Uh, this song discusses another societal pressure song, but this is about the pressure that puts on women. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's it, so absolutely. back when you know. I mean, in hip hop, what do we do to women? Objectify them. Yeah, a lot of the times that's just what it is. But Kanye is different. And it, Yes, because it, it puts a spin on it because he's saying that the only way a woman can be successful mm-hmm. in the hip hop world is to get you as a man. Yeah, and you can't or to get an NBA player. What? Or to get an NBA well, player. Well, just get a man at least to yeah. do with a car. Yeah, and that's the only way you can be successful. Yeah, he's it's it's obviously he's being you know sarcastic. Yeah, and that's what I think a lot of uh, hip hop back then and today is like. Yeah. Um. So. Um. <laughs> the interlude. When it's just the Do you know who does one of the voices for the interlude? Tell me. Anna Nicole Smith. Really? She I did does, not know she that. She does the the she's at least she's in the music video. Okay. Uh, she does like the Mobile Alabama one where she, she <laughs> playing. I'm from playing. Mobile, Alabama. I got me a double wide. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, I love the song so much. Yeah. The it, tempo is so it's so good. I don't even know why he would make a song. It's such a weird concept for a song. I know. You know, originally they Kanye wanted to release it as the single for College Dropout. Was it not one of them? It wasn't the first one. Yeah, but isn't that the first one he wanted to put out? Was this? Yes, which Which would have been a bad idea. (laughs) Because it was not... I don't think it was a good representation of what Kanye is. Because he was being sarcastic. 100%. The people wouldn't have understood that it was sarcasm. Um, Have you ever seen the music video for this song? No. Where there's a bunch of like women in a gym and like it's... This comedian, I forget who it was, but he was like leading the workout. And oh like, my god! Just stumbling over each other, trying. To, and like, looking they're not even real workouts. Yeah. It's like them trying to get a man. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's ridiculous and it's hilarious. That's awesome. So, workout plan. <laughs> the next song is also my second favorite song. It's on so album. fucking good. It samples "A House Is Not a Home" by Luther Vandross. Uh it. Have you ever watched Jamie Foxx on Joe Rogan? Yes, Luther Vandross. Did I say it wrong? He said Vandross. Luther Vandross. Some Marvin Gaye. Some Luther Vandross. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. Okay. Yeah, I know my shit. A little Anyways. Definitely send this party. So, Jamie Foxx was on Joe Rogan Mm -hmm. in 2017. Yeah. And he talks about how, you know, Kanye West... He does the perfect Kanye West impersonation. He it's does. So fucking good. <laughs> it's so fu- it's so it's, fucking good. I love Jamie Foxx. Oh, he's great. Oh my god. But he, you know, he goes to the house party. Yeah, he, he has a house party at Jamie Foxx's house. Kanye West goes there, 
he performs and, and he has a studio in the back and he's like, hey, I want to get you on this song. You want me on the song? You want me on the <laughs> Jamie Foxx, you want me on the song? <laughs> so he gets him to sing, but he starts singing like R&B. Like, yeah. Like, uh, I can't even fucking do it, but he starts to, starts to put a little R&B on it. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, it's hip hop. Sing it. No, it's hip hop. Cool. Sing it. <laughs> And then, and then sing he it sings cool. it, how he sings it in the song. Yeah. He's like, this song's going to be shit. and ain't going to be nothing. And it turned out to be like number one in the country. Yeah. This song is a, It's so crazy that Jamie Foxx is on it. It's wild that Jamie Foxx. I love he's it. He's an actor. And Twista. Yeah, he's whoa, an whoa. actor, but he does everything. He does everything. He's Jamie Foxx can do everything. Django and Changes. Bro. Change your life. If you haven't seen it. What were you going to say about Twista? You got excited about well, Twista. I want to get to Twista after I talk about the beginning of the song a little bit because he kind of ends the song in a way. Yeah. All right. Go on. Uh, some of the lines that Kanye has, I really love, and I sometimes I use in my daily life. She got a light skinned friend, look like Michael Jackson. Got a dark skinned friend, look like Michael Jackson. I love, <laughs> I love so much. Uh, and then before we get to Twista, do you have anything to say about the beginning part? Um, not really. So the transition to Twista's is <laughs> my it. favorite. Where it's him and this chick, Aisha Tyler. Do it faster, baby. This chick is asking Kanye West to go faster. And Kanye West is like, man, I don't know if I can do it that fast, but I know who somebody could. And it goes right into Twisted's verse. And he goes just crazy on a fucking just... Twisted is amazing. I don't know how he speaks so quickly. Have you ever heard the song, Let's Go? Yes. By Lil Jon... Travis Barker, Buster yes. Rhymes, Yellow Wolf, and Tw- Twista. <laughs> yeah, all going. They're like it's some amazing. of the fastest like mouths. And, it's beautiful in hip hop, and they are all go- yeah. We should listen to that after this episode. <laughs> it's so fucking cool. Uh, but he gets kind of gross. Uh, <laughs> Twista, where he's like, "Let's get our sheets wet. Listen to the Keith sweat." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm about to go make child number two, son. That's disgusting. <laughs> Not on my podcast. <laughs> all right, that's all I have for this fucking song. Yeah, track number thirteen. Breathe in. Breathe I hate out. Ludacris. What? I fucking hate Ludacris. <laughs> Ludacris is garbage. I accidentally saw one Ludacris by accident one time in 2017 with Justin Spanos. We went to go to Tampa Bay. You don't love Ludacris? I don't. Listen to me. Let me finish my fucking story. Okay. Finish the story. <laughs> so we went to go see Ludacris by accident because they were having, this radio station was having like the Migos and Chance and Luzvert didn't show up. He was supposed to be there. Lecrae was there for some reason. But Ludacris <laughs> was there and he was doing his popular songs, Move Bitch or whatever. Ooh. But then he was like getting particular about who should cheer in the crowd where he's like, all right, black people, cheer, cheer right now! And then he would like Hispanic people, and th- and then he goes, "Now the real reason why I'm rich, white people make some noise." <laughs> <laughs> I love that he's owning like who loves his music or who pays for it really? Who pays for it really? <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. I love Louis. He's got he's so just, much personality. So gr- I like him in the Fast and Furious movies. I like him. Yeah, yeah. I don't like his music per se. It's very aggressive. <laughs> It's very aggressive. It is. Move, bitch. Get, get out, out the way, way bitch. Get, get out, out the way, way, bitch. Get out I'm the bound. way. That's a different song. <laughs> you ever even start singing Miss New Booty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the same realm, though. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Ludacris's music career. 
Yeah, I can see Maybe that. Maybe I'm ignorant to say that. I don't know. I love Ludacris, though. But this song is so funky. I love it. Uh, a, a line I really love from this song. Mm-hmm. Always said if I rapped, I'd say something significant. But now I'm rapping about money, hoes, and rims again. <laughs> and it's still about the Benjamins, big face hundreds, and whatever other synonyms. Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Which is so cool because, you know, you have these dreams like, if I'm going to make it big, I'm going to make a statement. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use my platform to do these great things. But now he's fucking talking ignorant. Yeah, I don't blame him. Two li- yeah, I don't either. Two lines I really like. I always had a PhD, a pretty huge. I wrote the tattoo. A pretty huge dick. I hit the table. Sorry, well, because he talked about now. Even though I went to college and dropped out of school quick, I always had a PhD, a pretty huge dick. It's amazing. Which is just another, you know, talking yeah. about the concept of the whole album is dropping out of college, but he's got a pretty huge dick, so he's ignorant. <laughs> And he's got a huge d- dick. I don't know. How about it? I like I like when Luda this, says pull a, pull a desert ease out. Stupid. That's aggressive. It's it samples it's two cool, songs. Though. High Power Rap by Crash Crew. And Precious Precious by Jackie Moore. The sample work is... It's, un, it's, un, it's incredible. It's unmatched. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Oh, I wish... Please. Have you ever seen the YouTube series... Uh, I don't. I forget what it's called, but it's they take these producers, and they're pretty famous producers, like LP from Run the Jewels and stuff have been on it, and is it, that's John Wayne and stuff. Okay, and they blindfold them, and they take take them to a local record shop, and they make them pick three albums. <laughs> oh my god! And what they make a beat out of the three albums and they sample it, and I love that so much. That's I, wish, a I cool, wish Kanye West would do it. It's that's a cool, a cool con- fucking it, show. It, oh yeah, and they like film them live doing it. That's cool. It is very cool. That's Check cool. it out. I forgot what it's called, but you can Google and find out yeah. what that is. That's amazing. Um, do you have anything else on this song? No. Yeah. Too aggressive. Too aggressive. Ludacris has got to bring it back some. <laughs> uh, in the school spirit skit number one, the speaker, D. Ray Davis, <laughs> delivers an incredibly sarcastic monologue to Jimmy who's the young character he's telling mm-hmm. about college, which explains how degrees by themselves will not get you far in life. Yeah. This continues the theme of the college dropout, which is a satirical resumentic... Re- fuck. Res? Say it for me, Rob. A satirical... Represent- rep- representation. Yes. Of the American educational system. Yeah. I'm stupid. I should have went to college. <laughs> it's kind of... This kid's also like shitting on like the corporate ladder. Yeah. And like, fuck because they talk about getting out and like getting a shit paying job. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know if it's in school spirit skit one or skit two when he talks about working for like being a secretary for the secretary who's the boss's just, niece. Yeah. Who didn't go to college. Who didn't go to college. But now you're part of the family. <laughs> it's amazing. But then. Yeah. No, the second skit is about like how his dad, his dad. His dad was in. My dad was in school when I was in school, and he left me his degrees. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so in school spirit, the song, uh, it is sampled. The sample is "Spirit in the Dark" by Aretha Franklin, but there's a caveat of this song that Aretha Franklin personally made. Yes, uh, there's a lot of. Uh, any, any songs are distort. Any curses in this song are distorted, mm-hmm. and even on the explicit CD, because Aretha Franklin wouldn't clear any samples if there was cursing involved. 
Yeah. Which is so like old lady of her. <laughs> yeah, which is so grandma. I don't so want grandma. any cursing on this I don't want song. Any cursing. And then you you can have a baby. <laughs> no, but baby, if there's no cursing, here you go. Yeah, that's 100 percent how it is. <laughs> but uh, when I was in, I took an African American history class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in um, when college. I was in college, and we had to do a, a pro a project about like what it is to be black in America. Okay, in um, uh, like what's important to black people in America. Mm-hmm. And one of the things my partner who was black, he came up with, I came up with some bullshit. I was talking about, uh, to pimp butterfly. Cause I think that's a good representation of what's going on in the country in 2015. I wouldn't say that's Anyways, but he did something I would never think of. And it was black fraternities and how important they are. Yeah. College systems and the young men and women mm-hmm. fraternities and sororities. Yeah. Uh, so the whole hook is a reference to the divine nine fraternities and sororities of all whom typically put on struts, hops, and steps. And that's what we talked yeah. about in class when we did a presentation because uh, they, they would do these uh, steps and stomps and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and they're really, really cool to watch. And they have all these really cool like jackets. Like it's, 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 it's very interesting. Greek life. I would never be a part of it, but it is fascinating to me. Yeah, it is. Now I have a thing that I want to, 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 to pitch okay. colleges okay. now that we're talking about fraternities and stuff okay, what is fuck it? Greek life let's make it Italian life <laughs> see there would not be any hazing there would be a pizza party every Friday a pizza party every Friday <laughs> <laughs> and, and life would be a lot better if there was Italian life if, instead of like Kappa De- Delta Origami whatever it would be fucking like like garlic pepperoni garlic pepperoni house <laughs> I want you know I'm staying at Penne Penne Alfredo house. <laughs> staying at the Penne that's my, house. That's my that's my Italian fraternity is the Penne the Penne Alavodka house. I went with the carbonara. <laughs> fuck Listen, fuck Greek life. It's all about Italian life. It's all about the Italian life See, here at the Nelson School that's of my, College. That's my pitch. Is that fuck the Greek life? Fuck your your alpha whatevers. <laughs> we're we're going in with some fucking you know parmesan house or some whatever parmesan. the the alpha parmesan <laughs> that's what we're called the alpha parmesans <laughs> i love how the omega fettuccine all right that's my whole pitch that fuck greek life we're doing italian life <laughs> we're doing italian life now <laughs> uh oh my god it's amazing it is possible that Kanye West, in typical Kanye fashion, mentioned all these organizations somewhat flippantly. West obviously didn't find college to be extremely important, but members of the Black Greek letter organizations tend to be predominant and popular members of collegiate communities, especially predominantly black colleges like Chicago State. I, did, I said it like I was going to say more things. <laughs> Arguably mentioning these organizations is Kanye's way of acknowledging his alienation from college life and his dis- disregard for things that to him seem important only in the context of a university. Hmm. And that is what the course is about. Yeah. School spirit. and There's a... There's a few lines. That he, one is in verse one, which is really cool. Hit me. I'm going to get on this TV, mama. I'm going to put this shit down. Uh, we'll come back later on. Down the road of when we talk about future Kanye from now. Future Kanye. Future Kanye. 
Um, what song is that on the future? Just so I know, because I've heard it before a million times. Just tell me. I lost it now that you asked. Um, but anyways, later in the song he says, they say, oh, you graduated? No, I decided I was finished. Me. Us. <laughs> it's so fucking good. <coughs> I'm like, see me, mama, mama, put the shit down. Damn, Randy will find it. But that's all I got. And then me we too. get we go into school spirit. Skip two. Where he's talking about uh, how his dad got degrees and he didn't have time for him because he was earning all these degrees and he's got degrees. On, his degrees has degrees. And he's so excited that he got a degree tattooed on his back. Yeah. And he's homeless, but that doesn't matter because he's got his degrees. Yeah. And then the next part is little, is Jimmy. little Jimmy. My dad died. <laughs> 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 I don't know what to even say about this kid. He, did, he left him with nothing but degrees. Because he never got out of the yeah. cycle of higher education. and But my degrees will keep me warm. <laughs> it's fucking... It's just there's so much sarcasm. It's, uh-huh. it's it's good. But that's all I... Just, you gotta listen to him. It's just so, someone telling you a story. Two words may be like the, like the most hip-hop song. Like rap song yeah. on this album. I think. It's got uh, Most Def and the Harlem Boys Choir. It samp. I, I think somebody else is featured, but I do not have that written down. Yeah, I don't have it. Oh, written. Freeway. Okay, okay freeway. there you go. Uh, it samples "Peace and Love," Movement Four by Mandrill, and I wrote down that this choir, this Harlem Boys Choir, is dope. Uh, I have uh, Kanye West from an interview talking about the song. When you hear two words, and you hear after my second verse that the choir goes up but the choir starts before my verse is over because i just had to keep spitting and the choir goes up to the second part and that little 14 year old boy hits that crescendo note before it gets to freeway's verse and the piano sprinkles behind freeway's verse and after freeway's verse we don't go to the original chorus but we go to an amp out that a choir would do for real Throw your hands up, throw your hands up, throw your hands up, throw your hands up. When you think about the $10,000 I spent on them and I had to go to some place in the Hamptons or near the Hamptons that looked like Camp Crystal Lake off scary, of scary movie <laughs> and, round, and round the Harlem Boys Choir up after the label had countlessly never listened to me and then finally listened to me and tried to force me to go with the Hezekiah walker choir because they were only 3500 but after they did it this is Kanye West going off a rant and I apologize but I think it's so important it is important it is important but after they did it it wasn't really good and I was set on getting the Harlem boys choir I got those 16 boys all in the room and designed the whole track for them to sing that and the way most deaf's voice sounds on that red black green motherfuckers get back and the way we put an effect on the piano sound so it sounds like an electric guitar but it's not, and it's just like an amp-driven guitar, and it hits the crescendo and at the end, so it's like three endings. I do that on so many formats. I give you three endings on the Through the Wire video. I give you three endings on two words, and then I hear that, and they gave me a four out of five. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that's all I really have to say. I think it's – I don't really have anything to say because I think Kanye West talking about it is, yeah. is the best way to talk about this song. <clears throat> 
Yeah, hundred percent. Just a little. It just, but it just like his what he what you just read. Yeah, it shows how much passion and shit he oh, has. Absolutely. Like, and he's always thinking about it. Yeah, and it's the little details. Like they want to go with him, but it's thirty five. But like that detail, that difference doesn't matter to him because he knows for the song how perfect it was, how they yeah. need to do it, yeah. and how eventually he did get it, and that's what was used. It just goes to show you his fucking genius. That's all it is, <sighs> bro. Yeah. Through the wire. This is one of Jordan's favorite Kanye songs. It's good. It yeah. samples uh, Through the Fire by Shaka Khan, which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, and Player's Ball Remix by Outkast. It's so good. Uh, and I have another Kanye West talking about this song. I was hoping. Which this song, if you don't know, let's, let's, this song Kanye West recorded after he got to a near-fatal car accident that broke his jaw two fucking weeks after two that. weeks after this man is fucking sipping scissors he's still fucking wired up he's, he's, his, he broke his jaw so his the doctors fucking wired his mouth shut and he performed a rap song is he not the best fucking rapper of all time that he could perform with a broken jaw let's just talk make a through fucking, the song like this fucking classic a fucking Can you imagine classic. a podcast that's like this this man made a classic sounding like this it's fucking wild <laughs> And it's crazy that he would even think of this song through the fire. Yeah. Through the wire. That's so smart. It's, it's so, so smart. Cool. It's just, you know, it's terrible that it happened, but it was such a, it, it but it what, added let, so let me read what, much. Let me read what Kanye yeah, says. Yeah, read, read it, read it, read it. The only thing this accent is saying is, I am about to hand you the world. Just know at any given time I'm about to take it away from you. To nearly lose your life, to nearly lose your mouth, your voice, your whole face as a rapper. And I had to be on TV. My face looks crazy to me now. But I had to just thank God for the situation that I'm in. Through the wire is the worst thing that could have possibly happened to me. And now it's obviously the best thing. Look how it exploded. And it made people care. It mm-hmm. made me realize. It made people realize that I'm a human being. That's. that's it humanized them. Really deep. It was terrible as it was. It was so important for his career. I yeah. Think, I agree. To, to humanize him. Yeah. And, and to show what he could do even on this shit. Yeah. I do have some lines if you have some lines. <clears throat> I do. Go ahead. This is not going to be a fun conversation, but uh, tell her her son's on life support and just imagine how my girl feel on the plane scared as hell that her guy looked like Emmett Till. Mm -hmm. Hearing this, I don't even know where I'm putting this. This is the first time I heard of Emmett Emmett Till. Didn't know who he was or what had happened. It wasn't until I took the aforementioned African-American class and who I I learned Emmett Till and his story and what happened to him. Mm -hmm. Um, which he was a young man, young black kid in uh, the South. And this, he was in a convenience store and this white lady said that he whistled at her and which came out later that she fucking on her deathbed. She said she lied and she just made all shit up, but her brother or boyfriend or something, you know, went to his, he wasn't even, he was visiting his family. Yeah. Went to his family's house, took him out of his house, beat the shit out of him, murdered him, threw him in the, the, the river. And it was absolutely fucking terrible. But silver lining a little bit, terrible situation. There's a young man. He's like 14 years old. His mom is a fucking badass of what she did. I don't know if you know this, but he had a, open casket funeral 
This he was he was Kanye West even like mm-hmm. saying this. Yeah. He, his face was beyond recognition. It was not good. Yeah. Terrible things happened to this young boy. He was tortured, whatever, whatever. But his mom, he his face was all fucked up. His mom had an open casket funeral and had uh a mag a, mag, a newspaper yeah take pictures of it and of the funeral whatever to show people this is what's happening this is what in America yeah. these terrible things and if it wasn't for that fucking the strength of that woman oh yeah we would not even know about this story yeah and and what what actually happened back then and 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 it took me what's disgusting about the American educational system is that it took me until I took an elective mm-hmm. in college to fucking learn about this story. Sure it was, yeah. Are you fucking crazy? Like, yeah. I would hear it in a Kanye West song and not even think about it. But yeah. I would have to take a class on my fucking own because I wanted to learn about the part of American history that I missed in fucking high school that didn't get touched on. Yeah. And that's what happened to Emmett Till. That's kind of a, an abbreviation of what happened, but it's yeah. terrible. That's why fucking kudos to women. Like, Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Specifically that. Kudos to mothers. Man. Kudos to mothers. That he, like, yeah. her, her baby was, oof, yeah, no. in such a bad way. And, and, and she was able to show, I don't know. I don't even know. It's incredibly strong woman. Yeah. Awful. Awful things that happened in America. It's terrible. Anyways. I don't love that line though that he says that. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but also but also if people hear it and they're like, I wonder who that is, then it's Well still yeah, sure. And they would look it up and Kanye honoring that mother. Sure. And Emmett Till. Yeah, absolutely. Uh and if you do see the pictures of Kanye West after he got into a car accident, he is fucked up. Yeah, yeah. He's got like two black eyes and he's not doing too great yeah in the picture. it was broken his jaw was broken three times Something so i like think that. it breaks here and then it can break here if you ever look at kanye west's like face just if you just look you at can kind of tell you can kind of tell that his jaw is kind of yeah it's I, think, a little... I think he's insecure about it yeah so let's not if we were meet kanye west we're not gonna talk about his jaw no Are you kidding me deal i wouldn't even be able to talk i could talk i would be too i would just i'll talk so about excited. jesus what's up randy i've never seen the pictures of him after the accident yeah that's I just the looked it up. Of Kanye. It, was, yeah. it was bad. Yeah. Uh, look up Emmett Till. I've seen photos. Emmett Till. Yeah. I'm actually doing a little research on it now. Yeah. I mean, I know the story. Yeah. And all that. And it's just, terrible. terrible. Terrible things that happen that we need to talk about. In oh, life yeah. Because a lot of people nowadays don't fucking understand what, what happened in yeah. America. Because now. They think everybody's just whiny. Yeah. Because now, maybe now, some other people will look up this song and the story. And, yeah. And understand. You know, I think everybody that listens to this podcast is very open minded and very smart. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's our that's the crowd we're yeah we're going so, for. And that's our handsome. community. Um, so this song is amazing and it shows the brilliance of Kanye West. 10 out of yeah, 10. yeah, ten out of ten. One of the best lines is "Thank God I ain't too cool for the safe bill." Oh yeah, oh yeah. It <laughs> makes me, that I that it's stupid, but that line makes, makes me, me wear my seatbelt. It really does. Yeah, I'm not too cool for the safe belt. Oh. Uh, and then just towards and then towards the end of it, he says, "I said, don't you realize I'll never make it on this plane now? It's bad enough I got all this jewelry." <laughs> I on. love that line so Me much. Me too. Yeah, because he talks about it all falls down where he he you know mm-hmm. they 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 check him, but they say it's random. Yeah. So you know it's just alluding to that a little bit, I think. Yeah. Um, so the next song, oh. if you're done with this one, yeah, uh, family business. So fucking good. Uh, the stories in this song are not actually all about Kanye's family. Per complex, 
Terry Torre, who sings They Don't Mean a Thing towards the end, helped Kanye with the stories of the song. Okay. And she recalls, Kanye was like, I need this to be about real family. Yeah. Uh, I'm, And then she goes on to say, I'm the oldest of 48 grandkids on my mom's side, and I'm the middle of 36 grandkids on my father's side. So when he said, I need material, I was like, uh, I got plenty. <laughs> I got plenty. Terry went to, on to tell Kanye about taking baths with her cousins, sleeping six in one bed, and her auntie who was known for her bad cooking. In fact, <laughs> at the end, when Kanye says, let's get Stevie out of jail, mm-hmm. he's actually referring to Terry's godbrother. And this song samples Fonky Tang, Diamond Rang by the Dells. That's, oh, it's yeah. spelled Fonky. Nice. Ta- I don't know. Um, I just... I just have this line. And look, you tell me you ain't did it, then you ain't did it. And if you did, then that's family business. It's You got to keep it in the family. Oh, I yeah. You don't it. need to put your shit on blast on the internet of when you're fighting with your family or whatever. Yeah. It's got to be, you know. Yeah. You don't got to. Not everybody needs to know. But something that relating to this, and we're talking about, I don't. President Kanye, when he was talking, when he was on Joe Rogan. Yeah. I hate that interview, but. I love, I love it. We're different. It's just that. Kanye was ranting the whole fucking time. How are you going to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish it was more of a conversation like yeah. Jamie Foxx was. Anyways, oh God, yes. when he was on Joe Rogan, he was talking about how uh, during the presidential debates, he doesn't think that other countries should be allowed to watch it because that's family business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of cool. I kind of like that idea. I like that idea too because they don't even know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. The inner t- turmoil and shit. Yeah. It shows you things you can bring up later. Yeah. Um, so you have anything else? Any other talk? I just points? think it's a cool. It's a really good song. It's a good message too. You got to keep it inside. Yeah. Just keep it in the I house. I like the you know the sing like the the, the sing too. Rain, rain, go away. When, yeah. When the sun comes up. Um. Last call. Last call for alcohol. This song is twelve minutes long. It's yeah. ridiculous how long it is. I was playing it one time at work because somebody wanted to hear it. And yeah. Then, okay. And then it went on for the next fucking twelve minutes. I love this song. Well, yeah. It's well, a, the, yeah, yeah. It's great. Uh, but it's if it's I'm not going to break down the whole song because there's a lot there. No, it's the whole it's, story. It's something that I think it reminded me of me and Rob because uh, Jay Z starts off the song where he's like, <laughs> uh, "All right, let's run it, let's run it." Yo, fuck you, Kanye. First and foremost, for making me do this shit, motherfucker. Had to throw everybody out in the motherfucking room because they don't fucking, and it cuts off. But it reminds me of how I talk to Rob. <laughs> but it's all love. Yeah. And that's how Jay-Z is talking to Kanye West in the moment. <laughs> uh, but he goes on to talk about how he starts Kanye West. Um, and it, it's all about instead of going to college, this is what he did. And it yeah. was his last call for yeah. success. Yeah. Really. It's amazing. Think about it. The whole it's stories. Kanye just talking. To, I'm sorry to cut you off. You're good. It's Kanye just talking about how he got started and making his dreams come true. Yeah. It samples uh, "Changing Lanes" by Chops, featuring Kanye West, and "Doggone" by Love. Uh, and I want to talk about maybe this line here. Okay. Last year, shopping my demos, I was trying to shine. Every motherfucker told me that I couldn't rhyme. Now I could let these dream killers kill my self-esteem or use my arrogance as the steam to power my dreams. Where does that line also come up in the future? Do you know that line? He re- it's, it's from an unreleased song that he reused, and then he reused again on a different song. I think you told me before. It's on Ego. The Ego remix. Where he says it with the, the Beyonce song. Yes. 
good. It's good. good. It's such a cool line that he reuses. Oh my god. I love this song. It is a good just a vibe too. It's got a cool beat and it's just yeah. his whole story of how he met this guy, how he met No ID, how he yeah. met Jay-Z, and then uh, you know, how he got him. Yeah, two lines I want to highlight real quick. Sure. They expected that college dropout to drop and then flop. Yeah. Dude, yeah. it's a big fuck you. Big middle finger because it's not what Oh, happens. yeah. And then so this line, mayonnaise colored bends, I push miracle whips. So good. <laughs> so good. I saw an art, not an art thing, but like, you know how like some uh, older white moms have like a themed kitchen? Like, yes. They'll have like, you know, live, laugh, love or whatever bullshit, whatever. Yeah. I saw one that said, uh, say that line again. <laughs> <laughs> mayonnaise colored bends, I push miracle yes, whips. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> it's food themed. And, yeah. And I think I might persuade my mom or trick my mom into having that in yeah, her kitchen. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and then I like in the in the story, the, the last part of the song when he's just telling the story, I love how he brings that line up. When he talks about how he says that line for Jay-Z, he goes and his face lit up. But then that was it. I didn't yeah, get to deal with anything off of that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Like it's just just listening to him tell the story himself yeah. is so cool. Mm. But <clears throat> what else you got on it? That's it. That's all I got. That's it. It's a beautiful song. Yeah. By a beautiful man and a beautiful album. Yeah. This this album, everyone who likes hip hop or and rap. And yeah. This is, you this owe is it. a pillar. This album is a pillar of hip hop. Yeah. You have to listen you have, to it. If you listen to Lil Uzi Vert, if you listen to Chance, if you listen to Lil Yachty, if you listen to anybody that's hot right now, if you listen to 21 Savage, I could give you a fucking list. But if you listen to anybody right now, if you listen to J. Cole, if you. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to anybody right now, you need to pay respects to this album. Yeah, and the hundred percent for it. Yeah, um, not so much eighty hip hop. You can skip over that. You can skim it. Ninety hip hop. You need to listen to. You listen to Biggie Smalls, Tupac Shakur, Wu Tang Clan. I think you need all of them. All I think them what you really. I think what young people that are interested in hip hop should do is listen to the, all the great people from like New York and Chicago and Atlanta and LA. Yeah. And that's the pillars of what hip hop grew today. Yeah. Because if you're listening to who's hot now, there were multiple times back when I was at our old job where I would ask the young kids, where's this beat originally from? And they would not know. And there was people using Biggie beats, using even Pac beats. Like they just didn't know. And they using and then there's some of that use like 50 cent beats and they don't know. And it's like 50's not even like well, I guess they were babies when those songs were still, coming out. But well, still. it doesn't matter because you know, I like songs from the '60s. Exactly. exactly. So it doesn't matter when you're born. You can go back and listen to it. Exactly. It doesn't matter what you grew up with. Yeah, I grew up with fucking apple bottom jeans with the boot with the fur. I Tallahassee Payne. I love him. <laughs> but you don't have to. You don't have to stick with what you grew up with. Yeah. You can travel time. You can like what's hot now. You can like what was hot in the eighties. Mm-hmm. You can l- listen to Run DMC. You can listen to anything you want. You, you're not stuck in a time period. Exactly. A lot of people are stuck in a time period. It's true. No matter if you're old, young, whatever. I hate that. And I yeah. think people need to get out of the box and diversify their eardrums. Yeah. And their taste buds. Gasol travel. Gasol travel in a nutshell. Um, my last thought on this is. Kanye fucking changes music and how the industry sees him. And he proves so many people wrong. And in doing so, he inspired so many others, including myself and my ambition and my drive. And I believe all of us in this room. Yes. With everything we're doing. Yes. Um, That's pretty much it. 
For me. What do you rate this album with a college dropout by Kanye Omari West? Dr. Kanye Omari West. 10. Me too. 10. This is a 10 album. It's for sure a 10, 10 album. album. It's a 10. It's, it's Episode a 10, 10, on 10, on 10, 10 album. Episode 10. It's a 10. The food. food 10. 10. Oh my God. <laughs> 10's all over the fucking yeah. board. It's a fucking. Everything, everything about what we just experienced, what we traveled through, was amazing. It's so good. I'm so excited to bring that to you, everybody here. Yeah, I love it so much. Um, but so, yeah, so what is uh, what do we got on the what's next? Next for week, the Gastro Boys. The Gastro Boys are coming in with another album next week. Uh, episode 11, we're doing Leon Bridges coming home, coming home, and we're gonna do some his Tex-Mex. debut album. Oh. His, his debut album. He's he's a very good. It's Rob's very excited about it. I love Leon Bridges uh, so much. So he's gonna. He's gonna talk all about it and be very. He's gonna be as excited about uh, uh, as excited as I am about Kanye West. He's gonna talk about Leon Bridges. Yeah, I love it. So, uh, this has been Gastro Traveling. I'm Nelson Conroy. Um, Rob Vincent Lee, Lil Robbie Vince. Uh, thank you for listening and watching and experiencing all the things we experienced tonight. Yes, thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>